Welcome to the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki and I am so excited to have one of our good friends back for another visit today. So I asked Anita Gibson to join us again because I missed her. And so I, I said, Anita, what do you feel like talking about? Anita is one of those people when you meet her, especially for me, I found a kindred spirit. When I first met her, I also got her book, Starfinder, which is a book that I read as a career exploration book to use with teens. But I also read it as a parent learning to understand their teens. So it's a very beautiful, comprehensive book. So Anita not only has this fabulous book, but also has the sweetest Facebook group called Simply Homeschool. So Anita, say hi and just tell us what's going on in your homeschool world these days. Hello, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, we've got lots going on right now. Uh, our baby daughter will be getting married in a few days and it's like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but we're so happy for her and, yeah. uh, and her fiance. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, we're looking up. It's almost time to start school again. I know. And you were telling me ahead of time, you're just wrapping up your advising for the program from last year. And now it's time to start in the new year. And that's what, you know, as homeschool moms, no matter how old our kids are, when we invest back in the community, it's kind of a never ending job, isn't it? It's so true. And, you know, but when you're called to something, um, it doesn't feel heavy. Yeah. You know, and, and when you see people are helped and, and blessed, that's that's the payment for it, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that ability to be tied as two women who invest back in the next generation. So I think it's just an exciting and rewarding time of life. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so Anita, today we wanted to talk about an unusual topic. So we just haven't gotten around to anything like this, and I don't know when. We're going to talk about the power of a homeschool parent. And I just wonder where you would like to get started on that. Well, I would like to start with the fact that many of the parents listening right now probably don't feel maybe as confident uh, about this homeschool journey, especially if they're new to it. Uh, They may feel inadequate. They may feel overwhelmed. And I just wanted to let them know that they have more resource and inner strength that they may not even be aware of. Yeah, that that if God gave us this task of homeschooling, he will give us strength and wisdom to do it, even if we're intimidated by it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it is. It is um, intimidating when you start. And then once you get started and realize you can do it, it turns out to be the best years yet, in my opinion, anyway. Exactly. You know, they say sometimes you just have to do it scared, you know? Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's that's a great meme. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are some tips that you give new parents as they're starting out to help them find their power as homeschool parents? Well, one of the things I would say is, first of all, kind of woosah. Just find a place to just sit and reflect and rest and open your mind and remind yourself that the assignment that you've been given, you don't have to do it by yourself. God is walking right there with you, that he knows every mistake, every flaw, every shortcoming. 
And he gave you the assignment because he knows you can do it. You know, just like uh, Moses. Uh, remember when God was trying to get him to take the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. I can't speak. What? Me? <laughs> yeah. So you might be feeling like that. But what Moses didn't realize is that God already knew what it would take and he knew it was within him. So what I want to say to you today is, Open up your mind to the possibility that you actually have the resources, the inner strength, the wisdom to do the job. Yeah, and now everybody knows why I asked you to come back and talk to us again today. <laughs> <laughs> I already feel better. Yeah, and that's it. You know, God, if he gives us something to do, he will be there for us. So that's so good to hear again, though. So, okay. What else do parents need to find their power as homeschool parents? One of the things that they really need to do is to have some knowledge, you know, that information, you know, plus actually application equal actually is what equals wisdom. And so you want to know things like what your state laws are, because then you'll be confident that, you know, no one's going to knock on your door saying, you know, you're not doing it right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when you when you kind of know that you're following the rules, that takes some of the pressure off. And then you need to connect with someone else who's already doing this. Homeschool is not a Lone Ranger kind of thing. Yeah. And you want to be careful that you don't have too many people that you're following because then you're just going to be confused. So what you want to do is find a kindred spirit, kind of like what you talked about earlier, Vicki, like when we connected, how we, we just kind of knew that we were on the same wavelength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you want to find uh, groups, mentors, uh, social groups, you know, on, online, on social media that kind of connect with the way you feel about education, that kind of connect with your spirit about how things, you know, should go or the type of schooler that you are, either you're laid back or you're very uh, detail oriented and regimented. You connect with those people and then you uh, listen to what they're saying and not try to reinvent the wheel. We've already done it. Yes. <laughs> we know yes. how to make it. We know how to get you through successfully. When you meet new homeschool parents, how do you coach them on finding people to connect with these days? So social media is a great place to start. Yeah. I would just start you know, putting in some of the things that, that were important to me in some of the searches Uh and then literally go Uh on to some of these groups, join a couple. Uh I would find, see if someone else is, you know, in my world, in my family, uh, I already started homeschooling. I would talk with them, you know, or even listen, the seven sisters is a perfect place. Um, You guys have been doing this like forever and you have so many wonderful resources, you know, trust in some of those things that are already out there have some concerns about some of these new things popping up right now. Um, you know, everybody's an expert now and everybody wants to be a tutor. <laughs> so as a parent, be careful. Choose people that you've seen have already been doing this for a while. Yes, yeah, so that already proven their salt in it is really easier to put your faith in them. That's right. Okay, so what else would you suggest for parents finding their power as homeschoolers? So one of the other things you have to do is you have to minimize the rest of your life. If you want to be able to find your power to be able to homeschool well, you have to have margin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You have to have the ability to focus in on homeschool and the things that you need to do, the planning of it, the actually spending time with your child to actually sit with them and be present, not looking at your phone, not on the computer, uh-huh. not trying to do, to fold laundry. <laughs> you know, as a home, homeschool mom who's done it for years, you know, we did a lot of that. Uh, but where you are right now in this season as a new homeschooler, you have to have some time that you actually have planned out that you're literally sitting with your child, focused in on what it is you guys are doing. That will begin to give you a better understanding of who your child is, a better understanding of who you are and how we're going to navigate this new place. It doesn't like pop up and you say, okay, today we're going to homeschool and everything falls into place. (laughs) It's a process. It'd be nice. Yeah, it it would be. But it's a process. So don't expect everything to be perfect when you first start out. You will have to make changes and you'll have to switch this up and you'll have to try that out. But if you don't have margin in your brain to actually take the time to focus in, you're going to be frustrated. And so is your child. I I think that's worth a meme. Your kids do not have to have 24-7 focused attention, but they need enough that you're observing them so you know what's going on and what's working. And so to have our phones down and the tabs closed and we're just present with our kids, that not only is good academics, but it's good relationship. Absolutely. And, you know, you guys talk a lot about teenagers. And I think the mistake that homeschool parents make is they think, oh, well, they're you know, this age, they're in high school, they're good, they're independent. They told me they did the work. Um, I'm good with that. (laughs) You know how that backfires sometimes. (laughs) So you're right. It's not just about whether you trust them or, you know, can do they have the ability to get the work done? It is about relationship and connecting with them. Uh, It's a great way to find out how they think and what they're what they're feeling. And a lot of parents, you're going to be shocked at what your kids don't know. Yes. You're going to be shocked at their writing skill and, and and where they really are in math, because we kind of allowed them to be so independent that we've lost touch with them in a way. So this gives us an opportunity to actually reconnect at a deeper level and get to know them better. Yeah. Yeah. And in doing that, you learn so much about them. It's just that matter of presence. Beautiful. So they got presents from you. And what else do they need? And then they need you to be organized. If you want to have power, then you cannot be sitting there, you know, with a lesson and you don't know what the lesson is, or you just, you read it five minutes before you're teaching it to them, mm-hmm. or you're giving them inaccurate information because you didn't, you didn't take a look, mm-hmm. or you're trying to do a project and the, and you haven't put the pieces together yet. And you're running around the house looking for the scissors, uh-huh. you know, or where's the glue? I thought it was over there. No, you have to be organized. It's like, you have to create order in your world, because if you don't create order, then you're going to have chaos and you're going to feel out of control. And so another way that you can step into your power is to have order in your schedule. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we get up at a certain time or uh, we're going to start school about this time. In in our house, we put our clothes on. Some people uh, homeschool in pajamas and that's cool. Uh (laughs) That didn't work for me because as long as I'm in pajamas, I'm in chill mode. Yeah. And I get real, my energy goes down. When I put my clothes on, for me, it's like, okay, it's time. And for my kids, 
okay, we're, sh- we're shifting. Let's get into, you know, school mode. Let's get focused. And so you got to do what works for you. We had to have some time frame because I'm a butterfly. So if I didn't say we're going to have school started by at least 10, it might not start till one, which could be okay if, you know, you're home all day. Yeah. But I worked. So by one, I was moving to my part-time job. Yeah. Uh, So I had to have a schedule uh, in order to get it done. And so you want to have schedule. You want to have order. Uh, so where are you going to do this school at? Is it going to be all over the house? Are you organized enough to keep your stuff together? Or do you need one spot where everything is going to go? You know, a chore chart. How are we going to get these chores done? And if you say, I'm not, I'm not organized. It's okay. Yeah. You start from where you are and then you get to where you need to get to. Yeah. If I could encourage, you know, some moms are born organized and some moms are like me and it took me years to even say the word organized. (laughs) But what I have found is that my life is so much better if I have some external structure. I have a schedule and I have a routine and I had to train my character to accept that. But boy, is life so much better when the, the homeschool parts of the day have some checkpoints. This is when we start. Yeah, this is when we're dressed, when the chores are done, when the academics are done. And this is our free time. In doing that, it boosted my confidence and my self-discipline, but also trained my kids that way. So I I sympathize with moms who who don't like organization, (laughs) but boy, it feels so much better. It really does. Oh, it does. And you know, studies show that, uh, brain studies show that when a room is unorganized and it's cluttered, that your brain, your child's brain processes all of the stuff in the room every time they enter the room. And so it slows down their processing before, because before they can get to whatever the assignment is or the project is, their brain literally has to process the clutter. Mm. Like, have you ever cleaned up a room and you walk (laughs) back in and it's like, wow, this feels so good. You don't even realize the clutter that the, you know, what's going on in your brain until it's gone. Uh, You know, for those of us who are, who are butterflies and uh, are here one minute and there the next minute, it really does, it really does help. Excellent, excellent advice. All right. What else would give parents power as homeschooling parents? Ooh, a relationship with God. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Tell us about that. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what I found out with homeschool was that I got set up. What I thought was me helping my children really was a discipleship course for me and God. (laughs) (laughs) I found out so many things about Anita, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. And I had a choice to make. I either could look at it and then walk away like I didn't see it, or I could look at it and agree with God and then decide to do better. And uh, much of it started off with apologizing to my children just about the way that I spoke to them, the way that I treated them. I mean, we were home 24-7 now. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, I was a businesswoman. So, you know, the idea of being home with kids all day was not something I look forward to. Mm -hmm. And so I found that my I was raising my voice. I was doing a lot of yelling because I needed things to be in control. And so that's what I was using to do that. And when God began to show me, it was fear that was causing me to treat my kids a certain way or speak to them certain way or have ex certain expectations or fear about what other people thought, fear about, you know, my success. As I began to confront myself and I began to say, yeah, I, I need to change that. And then ask God, okay, help me because I don't even know how. Uh -huh. As I began to take seriously the things that he would pop up and he didn't overwhelm me, it was just one thing at a time, this next Wusa moment when it was like, oh, is that who I really am? Ooh. Oh, that's, I don't like how that looks. It was as I began to be real with myself and make those changes, I say this, that the more your kids are in the presence of the Lord, the more they change. And so as I began to spend more time with God and to allow him to be the peace and the calm in our environment, it shifted to our children yeah. and they had opportunity to be in a safe, calm, loving environment that helped them to grow up to be the people they are today. That is so beautiful. Like allowing yourself to be so full of the Holy Spirit that it's creating that safe and calm environment for your kids. How beautiful. Because think about it. Your children are going to be with you 24-7 for probably the rest of this school year. There is this awesome opportunity to either create an environment that is peaceful, that's calm, that's safe, that's one they want to be in, or one that is stressful, that's anxious, anxiety producing, filled with frustration and anger. It's our choice. And we have the power to choose the first if we're willing to do the work. It's not the kids. I know I used to think, oh, you're this and you need to stop doing that. And why are, and God said, no, it's not them. It's you, you create the environment. Yeah, what, what a beautiful lesson, you know, as the, as the leaders are and you're your kid's leader in homeschooling, it trickles down to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's just such a beautiful environment. You don't have to fix your kids nope. as much as be in the image of God. Oh my goodness. Wow. I feel very blessed. Any any other tips for getting power as a homeschool parent? Oh, let's see. I think those are the main things. I think if we spend more time with our inner life, the outer life just flows free. I think that's the key. And to give ourselves permission as moms to find enough space, enough time that we're connecting with God. So we are, we're aware of ourselves and aware of God. So Oh, I'm so blessed. Anita, tell everybody how to find your book and get, kind of give a little synopsis of it and about how to find you at your homeschool group and, you know, give us an overview there. Sure. So uh, the book is Starfinder. Uh, if you go to Amazon and just put my name in, Anita Gibson, it'll pop right up. Uh, as far as getting in contact with me, um, I would love for you to check out our group called Simply Homeschool on Facebook. And it is named that because we try to keep it simple because there is so much information out here. Uh, it's a place where moms can come and gain encouragement, support, ask questions, and just keep it simple as far as homeschool is concerned. Yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think where else. Maybe um at anitagibson.com. That's my uh, website. There you go. <laughs> yeah, very good. So we'll put links to all of those in the show notes. And I really do highly recommend Anita's Facebook group. It's such an encouraging bunch of women there. I really appreciate checking in with them. So, all right. Well, Anita, thank you for joining us again. <laughs> it's just been such a blessing to everyone who has heard you before and now has heard this episode. So, well, thank you. And this has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We will see you next week. And this has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by Homeschool. Oh my God, Seth, edit that.